Hey everyone, it's Annie and Brady from the Never Growing Up podcast, a Disney Parks podcast for adults. Thanks so much for joining us for this week's episode. Make sure you subscribe and leave a rating for us on whatever app you're joining our conversation. And don't forget to follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Links for all of our accounts are in our show notes. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to episode 50 of the Never Growing Up podcast, a Disney Parks podcast for adults. Today, we're going to talk about Disney taking home four Oscars last week at the Academy Awards, another annual pass price increase, the new Eats at Epcot experience, Earth Day events at Animal Kingdom, new merchandise at the UK and Germany Pavilion and World Showcase, and the new Regal Eagle Smokehouse at the American Pavilion, all on today's episode. Hi. Hi. Annie. <laughs> Welcome back, y'all. We're 50. We are 50. Oh my gosh. That's like almost as old as you are in real life. <laughs> I'm doing my best. <laughs> Don't I feel 50. I feel older than 50. <laughs> the blood of orphans isn't working. It is not working. I'm going to tell you that much. Oh, God. I feel I like a 90 year old. 50 episodes. I know. And you know what? I didn't even realize it till I um, set up the program for us for, to record. And then I was like, oh, shit, this is our 50th. <laughs> Although I don't like to think about it because we all know we have life coming the way and we've had a couple of weeks where we weren't able to record because either I was on a trip, you were on a trip, we were on a trip. So as much as we try to do it weekly, like you can see that we are, you know, there's 52 weeks in a, in a year. We've passed yes. our year point, but we're on episode 50. So we're like almost We're there. trying. <laughs> we are trying. But you know what? Also too, like we have jobs, we have real life. And then also we want to bring you good content too. And so. now you have, this is your 50th hour of our voices if oh my you think God. about it that way like just 50 hours of us talking that's what everyone needs in their life <laughs> like, <laughs> so for those of you who are new and are starting with episode 50 hi i'm annie at wdw collective on the insta page and with me is my most amazing co-host and i'm brady uh also known to you guys as brady cam on instagram and together we make our powers combined. <laughs> Collective <laughs> Cam Productions. We're so cool for never growing up podcast. Right? <laughs> Still no sponsors. We're doing our best. Help us. <laughs> Help us. We've asked so not really asked. We've just like hinted at companies like while we record. And it's usually like purpose driven. Like it's usually like Mailux or it's like Lamarca or you know, yeah. like we use regularly. <laughs> Listen, if Lamarca would actually sponsor us, even if it's just sending us a bottle of champagne every week, like I know that would be so nice. Are you having oh, a God. cocktail today? I'm not because I'm going to my aunt's birthday after this, and I know I'm going to drink a lot of wine, so I'm just gonna start chill there. Here. I'm gonna start <laughs> there. <laughs> are you drink? What are you having? Um, right now I have a cold brew, a venti cold brew from Ooh. Steerbucks. Um, sure but there is wine in my fridge that's kind of calling my name. <gasps> yeah, so we'll see how the episode goes. Out. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. So let's get started. So last week was the Oscars, which is yes. my favorite day of the year. Uh, yeah, you hear something cute. Yes. So my friend, uh, my friend Christy, she lives in Canada, right? We've met over playing video games online and stuff. Uh -huh. And she came. She's the one that came to uh, New Mexico for my my thirtieth birthday, right? Oh yeah. She, every year in Canada, in Toronto, um, they have a movie theater where they play the Oscars on the big screen. That is so fun. And her and her dad go every year. Oh, my God. Like, that's like their thing every year to do. And I just think I that's so that. cute. That is so cute. And that is exactly what I would want to do. Because that would be like such a cool, like to be in a theater. I wonder if people like dress up and like. I was just going to say, how fun stuff. would that be if everybody dressed up? That like, they so were going fun. on the red carpet to yeah. sit there and watch the Oscars. 
Now, if they could get it streamed to where there's no commercials, I would be 100% down. But the Oscars, in my opinion, last way too long because of all the commercials and and stuff like that. It's like, come on, just play the whole damn thing. Let me stream it on Disney+. Plus. And if you think about it, like, over, I mean, that's like three hours. Well, for me, it's three hours behind. For you, it's an hour behind. Um, So it's like early in the day for them. Like, for me, it starts at 8 p.m. Well, I watch the coverage. Like, I'm that nerd. And I watch all the coverage, like, on E! Um, like, lead, like for hours leading up to it. But, I mean, for them, like, if it starts at 8 o'clock, that means it's, like, 5 o'clock there. That's, like, early. So it's really not that late for them. For, like, for us, it's, like, the show's going past 11 p.m. And we're, like, Jesus. But for them, it's really not that late. Yeah. That would be for nice. us, it's, like, oh, my God, it's midnight. And then oh it's, God, like, them, they're, like, yeah, it's 8 o'clock. Let's go get dinner. Yeah. And I, I stayed up because obviously like there were a lot of awards that I wanted to see. And of course, it's like my Super Bowl personally. And I was I was determined to make some kind of tie because so Dis- so Disney has Disney has its new entity. Right. So it took over like the Fox 20th Century Fox piece. So now it has it had a lot more horses in the in the race this time. Um because of that and so they uh, that's right. I, for, that's I, right. I, I yeah. forgot about that because some of the OK, so some of the people on the list are some of the awards that were given on the list that were Disney. I was like, what the hell? That's not You're Disney. Like, That's not Disney. Yeah, it <laughs> is now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Disney won four awards um, as this, as this new entity. So it won obviously for best animated feature, which it usually does win anyways. So, so that's for toy story four. There was a big controversy that frozen two wasn't included in that. It was nominated for best song, but it didn't win. Um, I, what did you think about that? Do you think, that that's the right choice i would agree that i think toy story 4 should have been on there um i actually didn't see toy story 4 um shocking i know um yeah i love the toy story franchise i just haven't been compelled to see it however i know a lot of the controversy around it was oh look at the 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 detail on these drawings blah 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 it's like right but the story which i like the story to frozen 2 um personally there's there's things that were was in it that i was like well like why is he anyways um, <laughs> yeah so i don't know it's a toss-up i love toy story and i love tom hanks so that's that's yeah. all fine with me the cool thing i thought though is that so into the unknown was nominated for best song it lost uh both the both the song from toy story 4 and into the unknown lost to um elton john um, but they had all the Elsas, so like all the Elsas that do Elsa's voice for all the international versions of the film, all were on the same stage and sang Into the Unknown. That cool. makes more sense. Okay, makes more sense. I was like, because I know for Let It Go, they kind of did the same thing on the on the album. They had the song that all the different languages were in. Oh, but I, I never put two and two together that maybe these were the voices of those foreign recordings okay so that makes more sense i find it a lot more appealing now at first i was watching that like okay we get it like the song isn't the song isn't about like the world coming together or anything like what the hell is this yeah but now that you bring up that it is the other elsa's for the different recordings that is pretty cool that makes a lot more sense it was cool because, in my opinion, Adina Men- Menzel is terrible live. I'm sorry. I love her, but she, like, I, I don't know if you ever see it. Like, I've I mean, obviously followed her, her career since Rent. But, like, when she did uh, Flying Gravity, which, uh, all, all, all things being said, uh, Defying Gravity is one of the most difficult songs to sing. You're ending the song belting on an E. So no one's, like, saying this is hard. But like, Freaking she- nerd. Yeah, I know. So she... <laughs> So like when she that was like notorious when a lot of people saw her you know at the Tonys and she had to do that ah, that that part oh and, like, yeah no I've seen I know what you're she's talking about good live like God bless her she's amazing she's an amazing range but she, even when she sings saying let it go like it's there's a lot of belting on it I think she did part. a pretty good job on, better, on this yeah. one but I agree she is not great live which is odd considering her whole career is based yeah, off I know, of it's really Broadway and live performances yeah. um. But I think it all kind of boils down to just think of all the shows she's been in um, and how long they ran. Like Wicked ran for her in it, ran for forever, you know, so hitting that, what did you say was an E? Um, Yeah, all the time. Three times a week. Like, I I couldn't imagine. I could not imagine uh, how your voice is going to handle. And I think you got to take it with a grain of salt, you know. 
Yeah, yeah. So I was, and I thought she did really well. I thought all the other Elsas were phenomenal, had great voices. So I thought that was really cool. Because Into the Unknown, so it's funny, it's it's not as hard to sing as Let It Go. Um, I think that was intentional. I think it was intentional, yes, that makes sense. But, but, I, I, and Nick and I talk, my husband Nick and I talk about this a lot. We love the Brandon Yuri version of Into Ugh. the Unknown. I know you don't like him. <laughs> we love him. But his is actually higher. So like his is written a key up. So like if you try to sing along with his, it's like way more difficult. So if you try to sing along with Adina's, it's easier. <laughs> you don't like Brandon Yuri? Come on. He's so I don't good. not like Brandon Yuri, but I think there's so many better people than him. Oh, like I, I really like the first Panic at the Disco album. Uh-huh. And then they went away for forever. And then now their their most recent album, every song, we get it, dude. You get you have a high voice. Like, <laughs> we fucking get it. Um it it just, just drives me crazy. He's like a now so he's like oh, God, I don't know. I just I can't handle it. And when I heard him at the end of that, like I every time that song comes on, like on shuffle, like I can't hit skip fast enough. But <laughs> there is a group. On TikTok, that covered, uh, it's a group of tenors, and they covered Into the Unknown, and they Mm -hmm. split it into a three-part harmony. I'll have to send you this video next time I find it. They split it into a three-part harmony, and at the end, they kind of bring in Defying Gravity, and it... Like just thinking about it, the left side of my face is numb. Yeah, (laughs) and like just thinking about the left side of my face is numb. Like it (laughs) is so good so good uh that if they could redo the album and put that in there yeah like that's cool dead dead i'm gonna i'm gonna find it and i'm gonna send it to you because everybody needs to hear it that's awesome oh so i don't know if you saw this bob Iger was in the audience which i don't i think i don't know if that's like the first oscars he's gone to but like now that he has like so many horses in the race i think like he has to be there now because the other awards that disney won which i didn't know that again that this was even a 20th century fox i knew ford versus ferrari because disney had been posting a lot about it since the acquisition so uh ford versus ferrari 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 uh won best sound editing and best film editing cool i have not seen the movie nor do i care to um and then also Jojo Rabbit, which looks phenomenal, and I have to watch it yet. I still haven't watched it, and I almost watched it today. I don't know why I didn't. But it won for Best Adapted Screenplay. Um, Taika Watiti won that award, who also has done a lot of work with Disney. He directed Thor Ragnarok. Um, he's been involved in Best a lot Thor. of yeah, yeah, that is a really good Thor. And then he also uh, – what else did he direct? Oh, he's done a lot of directing for um, – the Mandalorian, and also he's rumored to do the next Star Wars movie, whatever, like, next movie they do that's not in the Skywalker saga. So those are the Disney Awards, and I was determined to bring Parasite into this somehow because Parasite won Best Picture. <sighs> Such a so keener. Excited. Such a keener. So excited. So Bong Joon-ho, who is the director of um, Parasite, phenomenal just director all around, but he's, you know, obviously Korean and has done some amazing films. And if you've long time listened to the show, you know, I'm a Korean nerd. I love Korean film and TV. I just finished an amazing K-drama today, Crash Landing on You. If any of you watched it, please let me know. Um, He won four awards that night. So he won for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Screenplay, and shit, what was the other one? What was it? Well, anyways, he won four. And it's this, he tied with Walt Disney for winning the most award Oscars in one night. So, boom! Tied together. <laughs> <laughs> I was very excited. If you haven't seen Parasite, go see it. It's phenomenal. One of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. And I mean that in terms of English and Korean. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. So that's that's our Oscar recap. Is there anything else? Did you did you even watch the Oscars? I did not <laughs> okay. because I don't have cable. What's on? It's on ABC. That's, I mean, like I don't have TV other oh, than right. like streaming services. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's my big night. That's my big night. I can't believe it's over, and I have to wait a whole other year. <sighs> but um, hey, how I'm glad I got my annual pass when I did. By the way. Oh, right? Like, for you, because I don't, it's not going up for Florida, Florida residents, right? Yeah, no. And so, so here's actually, this is, this is, 
this is interesting because if you fall, I mean, just when this news broke, it was last week. I think it was Monday, Sunday or Monday. It was after we had recorded and they had announced that Disney is hiking their ticket prices. So I think the thing that annoyed me is when I actually looked into this, the only thing that they really hiked, they did do more hiking for Disneyland on the annual pass side, but um, from for W for Walt Disney World, the really the thing they only really hiked up was um, the annual pass for non Florida residents. And they hiked it up a decent amount. They hiked it up about seventy five eighty dollars. Wow, that's a bit. That's a pretty big jump. A nice little jump there. Yeah. So well, I'm, considering like the daily tickets nowadays are just so outlandish. Yeah. Oh yeah, because when so um, if you listen to last week's episode, we finally booked my birthday trip in April um, for when we're going. And so as, I don't obviously didn't have to buy a ticket as an annual pass holder, but I had to get one for Nick. And it was like, we got him a two day park hopper. It was like, it was like $350. Jeez oh, Louise. Come on, you know, like that's a freaking, and, and it, so that's actually, so at Disneyland, they apparently now a par, on peak days, a park hopper can now cost like $200, a one day park hopper, but you have to buy a park hopper when you go to Disneyland because you're you're going to both parks. They're right next to each other. It's not like Disney World where they you know, you could spend one day at one park and then go another day. I mean, unless you wanted to, but I don't know why you would do that. But That's so crazy. Yeah, so and they also <laughs> we've bitched about something specific on this show quite a few times and it's those VIP tours, what they call the plaids, the people in the plaid vests. So they hiked that price up too, which I don't care, but it's I didn't actually never knew how much it was. Did you did you ever did you ever know how much it was? No, because I've I've tried looking it up, but it, you have to like basically it's go through the whole booking process oh, to do it. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, I don't care that much. Yeah, like, so I'm yeah. never gonna do it. <laughs> so, I, I ain't got that money. I know, and I I just even if I did have the money, I wouldn't do it out of principle because I think it's ridiculous. Unless and we've talked about this before, unless you're a celebrity or you're someone with special needs. I right, yeah. Don't understand. Wait in line like everyone else. Get over yourself. Um, so the price went up for VIP tour. So now I guess it maxes out at $750 an hour. Woof. Woof. And you you have to have $750 an hour. An hour. So you it can have up to 10 guests and you have to use them for a minimum of seven hours. Oh my God. So I did the math because I was like curious. So if you if you maxed out, if you did that seven hundred fifty dollar one, you're spending five thousand and two hundred fifty dollars for seven hours. That's not with tax. It's not with anything else that's going to cost you. And I think regardless if you're a celebrity or not, you're at Disney. Like nobody's. I mean, you might get mobbed a little bit. You know, I don't know. Well, I think you would. I just. <sighs> I think being a celebrity. I think that's such a waste of money. Oh, it's it's crazy. And it, but you know what, though? Quite honestly, I can't imagine that celebrities are really paying for that. Like, when I was in Disneyland last month and we saw Dave Bautista there and he had a plaid. And, like, he's in Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, he's a Marvel person. Like, I – do you really think he paid for that? Like, I don't think he paid for that. I honestly don't know. Like, I bet you, like, a lot of the celebrities probably don't pay. That's so crazy to me. So <laughs> – Yeah. And where does that money go? I have to pay for parking in the park. I have to pay for parking at the hotels. Like, but we see these plaids all the time. Oh, so the clearly time. people, somebody's spending money on their electricity for Disney. Like, I mean, people be dropping it and, and, and apparently like, so they, it's a completely um, customized day for you. So they pick you up. Like they personally come pick you up. You're not obviously having to do any kind of transfer. You have your own entrance. Like your, your schedule is, you know, based on whatever you're wanting to do. You know, they are a wealth of Disney knowledge. Um, so you're really paying for the, 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 the customized service, I guess. But that's just a lot, yo. I don't know. Right. Whew. My I, goodness. I can't. I can't I, if you're like a normal person who doesn't have, I'm like, you're just, you're, I don't understand that. I'm just get off my eye horse. I feel like it's class warfare. But here we are. But here we are. And in line like everyone else. Except unless you're, unless, unless, of course. And you know what? I think it's, a, and honestly, I think that should be discounted for people who have like special needs. Because 
if you have a child who is autistic or something that can't handle the lines or things like that, and they do need that kind of specialized attention, I feel like they're being penalized by that price tag because, you know, they want their child to have a nice time, in my opinion. I don't know. Am I being a dick? Maybe. Um, considering you don't stand in lines for more than 20 minutes, I don't know. Personal choice. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> And it, 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 it's an honest to God, it's like an anxiety thing. I can't stand in one location like that long. It just gets me anxious and I can't do it. But um, I'm not saying I'm special needs by any means, but like that's a personal choice. I'm choosing not to stand in the line and I'm fine with that. Yeah. I just, it, it's just crazy. And I don't know if they should get a discount. I think maybe the original price shouldn't be as outlandish as it is. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. If you have a personal guide taking you around, that's what it costs. My goodness. My actual goodness. Yeah. So we have a lot of Epcot news, and I think we should probably just bulk them all together. Okay. To one big Epcot story, and then we can move on to our Animal Kingdom stuff. So, because, I mean, Epcot is the most fun to talk about, right? Fucking love Epcot. Love it. It's the best. Um, Now, this is interesting to me. If you have been to Epcot since the announcement at D23 of all the new stuff coming and all the construction and all this crap, like you'll notice that there's a place in the, I I think that's called the Odyssey building. Um, If you're walking in from Future World, it's going to be like to your left before you get to World Showcase. Um, And it's now called the Epcot Experience where they were showing all the new posters. Um, They had that 360 thing that probably would have made you barf. (laughs) <laughs> you know, yeah. that thing where it was like the 360 of, of all the, the stuff coming to Epcot it was like no I don't, yeah, I don't I don't imagine you wouldn't yeah you're not, I don't you're not think a so. 360 business it's cool like it's cool to see all the new stuff they're talking about Harmonious which is the new fireworks show coming in after Epcot Forever have we found out when that's supposed to happen they just they're just saying late, late later in 2020 probably like summer if not early fall and it's so funny because if you look at all the Disney outlets, like over the past week, they did release the new logo, which is cool. Um, but they were making it seem like they released all these like special secrets about it. And like, they didn't tell you anything. <laughs> <laughs> like I literally went through so many stories trying to get like some de- more details about what Harmonious is going to be and got nothing. And there was not even a video. It made it seem like there was going to be a video on Disney Parks blog. There was not. They did a performance, like the singers that are in it did a performance for Bob Iger. There it is. <laughs> Great. So, yeah. That's... Yeah, I don't know. But, um, and I think I understand why they're doing it. So, the Epcot experience, there a lot of times during any of the festivals at Epcot, they have food there, like, as one of the booths. Uh, food and wine, Festival of the Arts, whatever. But they since they opened that Epcot experience thing, there's been food there. And I guess now they're expanding it because since they closed down pretty much everything in future world, um, including electric umbrella, which can I talk about electric umbrella? They closed down electric umbrella. Yeah. Yeah. And most of the food that was served electric umbrella is now going to be here at Epcot experience. Whatever. So, so, okay. So I want to hear your thoughts on electric umbrella because I did not understand. I do understand why it was so busy all the time because it's just like, it's basically the the commissary from uh hollywood studios yeah but in epcot but in epcot okay yeah yeah. i was thinking like is this kind of like a cosmic rays type situation like a cosmic rays of epcot it's kind of like the same idea yeah yeah it's like basic not be i hate saying basic food because people like really like this kind of stuff but like it's like flatbreads salads chicken tendies you know chicken nuggies chicken nuggies chicken tendies with some chalky milk <laughs> right any any kind of food that Baby Yoda would love <laughs> um, is going to be – they're moving that menu that they had, like, the favorites from Electric Umbrella to – and they're expanding the space. So there's going to be a lot more plate. What I can – what I think is the draw here and one of the reasons why we would stop and go in there, not because the selection was fantastic, but for one reason. Air and, conditioning. You know, there it is. Burr, burr, burr. Actually, even though the, it's not an argument. <laughs> right air conditioning that was like the entire reason why we would go in there and they usually have a pretty decent craft brew selection which they will still continue to have i've never eaten there 
you know it's just it's like random shit like b- before before they now made this into the like the electric umbrella replacement but it was always just like craft brews and like random stuff like it was never we purely went there because sometimes there would be merch there'd be like specific merch to the festivals um and also just because it was air conditioning and there's bathrooms there's like two sets of bathrooms which is nice there's a secret bathroom in there people don't know so like i don't understand Shh, why well not. now it's not gonna be a secret well listen we're here to help <laughs> you plan your disney vacation so like if you're going into the odyssey building there's like if you go in and you go like to the right of the building there's restrooms but if you go inside like go right inside if you're coming from future world there's like a like another set of bathrooms like on on like the left hand side there people don't know because it's always dead people don't realize and for some reason it's way more air conditioned i don't know why it's not as nice but it's like quiet so you could take a deuce if you need to (laughs) boom boom because it has to happen guys like i mean don't act like you don't poop in Disney World. And that should be the title of this episode. <laughs> don't act like you don't poop at Disney World. <laughs> oh, God. What is wrong with you? <laughs> it's going to be funny and I'm going to name it that. <laughs> don't act like you don't. We should do a review of the best bathrooms. Because I think that's, I, I would not, I would want to know that. I'm very weird about where I go to the bathroom. I mean, there are some that are, like, completely untouched by humans. Like the one in the Odyssey building. It's run down because it's, like, old. But, like, they may have redone it since they, you know, redoing everything. But it's completely unknown and untouched. And it's quiet and super cold. Who doesn't want to poop in a very, very, very high air conditioning? Like, you don't want to poop when you're, like, sweating your ass off. That makes you want to, like, poop more. Right? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Okay. Epcot. (laughs) Speaking of poop, Animal Kingdom. No, no, we got to finish our our other. Oh, Oh, but that that makes sense, though. We can't talk about Animal Kingdom now. Do you want to? Or we, we can come back here? No, it's fine. Okay. I was just kidding. It's kind of funny though. So I freaked out the other day when I saw these new ears debuted, de- debuted, yeah, at the at the UK Pavilion and Epcot's World Showcase. They are cute as hell. They are called the Royal English Rose Ears. They're uh, have you seen them? They're so cute. No, I haven't seen them, but I love the Rosen Crown Pub. Mm-hmm. And they have, so they have, uh, the uh, the actual ears themselves are blue and white English tea roses. It's very cute. And then in the center has the Union Jack, so the flag of Great Britain as a bow. And then it has, like, the crown, like, the queen's crown or the king's crown, whatever you want to be. And it's, like, right there in the center. It is cute as hell. I can't wait to buy them. They are so cute. And they came out with a whole lot of other new merch at the UK Pavilion, which I think they needed. Because sometimes, like, their merch there wasn't, like, very specific to, like, Disney. Does that make sense? Like, I, it was cool that you could buy, like, Outlander stuff. I was all in. Yeah. But, like, also there wasn't, like, re- it needed a refresh. Let's just say that. Like, some of the, the merch they had there just needed a refresh, and that's what they did. They did it there, and then also the Germany Pavilion, which we'll talk about in a minute. But everything is so cute. It's like Mickey and Minnie in those, like, red te- red telephone booths. They got Aww. the shirts. They got the pillows. They got the hats. They got all kinds of business. And then they have, like, these cute um, aprons that say fish and chips and, like, the the oven mitts say fish and chips. Super cute. Love it all. I love everything about I, it. Yeah. And, like, I mean, they had some stuff there, but it was all, like, the Beatles. It was and... all the Beatles. Yeah, which is fine. I love the Beatles, but. I don't want that there. Right. Like, I want, like, not that I, I really don't buy, actually, no, I take that back. I do buy some stuff randomly in World Showcase. But a lot of it, like, I feel weird buying stuff at World Showcase, and this is just me. I, I feel weird buying stuff that's, like, specific to the country, like, in Epcot. Because, like, I feel like if you're wearing a shirt 
that says has some kind of German word or whatever it has on it. Be like, oh my god, did you get that in Munich? I'm like, no, I got it at Epcot. Like, you're lame. Like, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I don't. I I just can't handle that. So I like that it has the Mickey and Minnie on it because that it's clearly like, okay, they got this at Disney. Like, they're not gonna think you accidentally or accidentally think you were in your. Or maybe that was the point. I don't know. It just weirds me out. I don't know. Like, because, I mean, I get my my little uh, sweaters from from the Mexico pavilion, you know, and some people oh, are like, oh, one, did like, you get that in Mexico? I'm like, no. Yeah. And I'm like, nope, <laughs> not Mexico. It looks cozy. It is so cozy. I bought a blanket there once, too. And when I was in spring break, actually, because I used to go to Disney for spring break, and um, the weird thing about going to Disney in March, and it, it, the nights are really, really cold. And when I was it, early, early 20s, I thought I was like, I'm going to wear shorts all day and it's going to be fine. Well, no. Like at night, a lot of the times it's like freaking 40 degrees. And I, we, had to go, we had to go to Mexico to buy a blanket. <laughs> Yeah. And it's like so – I still have that blanket. This thing is like how old year is this? 2003? 20, BC. So, BC. <laughs> like old as dirt. So I love that blanket. I still have it. I think my cat uses it though. <laughs> so anyways, yeah. So they have this really cool new merch. They also have new merch coming similarly to the Germany Pavilion, which is becoming one of my more favorite pavilions lately. It's the Germany Pavilion. Pavilion. I, I do like the Germany Pavilion. I am really loving, 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 loving going to the, the wine place in Germany. What's it called? You know what I'm talking about? Remember we went in there and we all got that that sparkling wine? We were yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like, I'm like loving hanging out and it's becoming a little bit more popular, I've noticed. Um, so if you go in the Germany Pavilion, it's like, it's not the... Um, the Werther's original store basically is what it is. The candy store, it's like one more, and I cannot remember what it's called, but it's like next to the crystal store. And um, it, it, there's a wine bar, and they have, you know, German wines, Austrian wines. They also have like liqueurs. Highly, highly, highly recommend. And I cannot think of the damn name right now, but there's a sparkling wine. It's dry. Highly recommend it. So good. Nick and I buy a bottle. Remember, I almost dropped the bottle. Yeah, well, no, you drop the bottle, but it comes in a box and it saved your ass. Oh my god! Oh my god. Yeah, so we buy it, we bring it, we bring it home. It's fantastic. Highly recommend it. And it's not that expensive, like if you buy the bottle. So high, highly recommend. But anyways, so they are also doing a new merchandise line, um, and it's like it's the Ich bin, you know, like because that means I am Ich bin Berliner, you know. I only took Germany for or German for a semester. I've only taken a whole country for a little bit. I've only I only took German for a semester. <laughs> I had to for my major. Actually, I loved singing in German. It was my favorite language to sing in when I was in college. Enjoyed it. It's very dramatic. I can't imagine. It sounds very happy. It's you know what? It's not yeah yeah. Well, no, I mean some of the leader is is. Some of the leader is 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 kind of happyish, but like a lot of it, just because it's so harsh sounding, that ugh sound, yeah, not it's a little more depressing. But you know, I like that. <laughs> the, like screamo, like screaming hardcore metal like singer should sing in German. Yeah, she'd <laughs> sing in Germany. And she, damn it, sing in German. Singing, yeah, that <laughs> wasn't exactly how I was singing, but. They also the another reason why I like German music so much is they write a, a lot of the composers wrote for mezzo sopranos. A lot of the well, Italians definitely rarely did that, and so that's probably why I like it so much. <laughs> Nerd. I literally said that, but I like my own voice cut out on me. Nerd. <laughs> Nerd. So what do we got here? Oh, last thing about Epcot. So I'm interested in this i'm not gonna say excited i'm interested i don't know how you feel about it the regal eagle smokehouse not a fan of barbecue much myself so i really don't have any opinion like just just not a fan like of the yeah i'm not a huge fan of pork and then like i'm just like anything on a bone just doesn't do it for me so like ribs are out uh and then just like it's sometimes so overwhelmingly smoky and i like that yeah i just don't 
dig it. That's fair. Um, well, it's 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 supposed to be considered a gastro pub. So they this is actually supposedly opening tomorrow. Oh. It was originally so. Actually, by the time this goes live, it's opening today. <laughs> so it'll be live. This episode will be live tomorrow um, on the seventeenth. So it's opening on the seventeenth, and it's already showing up on the maps, like the guide maps when you walk in. Yeah. Um, so they are pointing it out. So it's in the American Pavilion. It took the place of that quick service. What was that place even called? I never. Oh, the one that's like tucked in the back behind the patio and everything. Yeah, so it's like if you're facing the American Adventure, it's on the left-hand side. There was like tables and stuff, not like where the bathrooms are. Oh, okay. Yeah, <clears throat> and so it was. <laughs> I never understood. I was like, you have all these countries, and like here's us Americans. Like I just want a burger. I'm like, oh Jesus. But um, the, it's it's cool because what I and I think what's kind of driven this is the popularity of the festivals and usually the festivals the food they have at the booths there are more barbecue driven yeah that's true that's driven um and that's basically what this what this place is and i so i actually do even though now i'm more vegetarian now so and oh nick and i have decided it's gonna be really cool for the show we're gonna try and do as much vegetarian vegan food as we can yeah yeah so i think it'd be cool um but they do have plant-based options at um, the Regal Eagle, so so supposedly, and they always have an Impossible Burger, which are really good. The I, I, we say it every episode, like that we talk about food. The Impossible food that they sell at Disney, which I'm sure is equivalent to everywhere else they sell it, is so fucking good. It's so good, yeah. I, it's I and and Disney's done such a great job with bringing so much more plant-based options to their menus and this is going to be the same thing here but um i think what's cool is here is that they're going to have a walk-up bar waka waka a waka waka bar <laughs> and it's going to have beers and wines on tap specialty cocktails um and some snacks just at like the walk-up bar and then obviously there's the gastro pub I've completely just ruined that word for me for the rest of my life. Waka waka. <laughs> yeah, well, like I'm, I will never hear walk up and not think waka waka ever again. Right. Yeah, I think it's. I, why not? Yeah, I I, I, I I associate most words with songs, so that's totally fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> songs are like key phrases or something like that. Right. Yeah. So I think it's. I, I'm excited. I think it'll be cool. It'll be an especially the walk up bar. There's so many more of these popping up. Um, throughout World Showcase and even I would say some in Future World too like like think about like the Violet Saki place I don't know what even else they sell there but the Violet Saki bar <laughs> where you can just like walk up and just get a drink and maybe something or like even the actual Saki bar in in Japan there's so many like these little walk up things like you could do um, your own food and wine festival even in the summer with all of these little walk up areas I think I think it's great I think you're great. Thanks. I do love a walk-up bar. I'm so excited. But yeah, I think it'll be cool. The food sounds great. There are plant-based options, which is obviously important to me now. What am I going to do without a charcuterie board? Um, Eat a bunch of grapes on a, a bunch of grapes. on an easel and call it a charcuterie board. <laughs> well, maybe if they give me like a bunch of almonds and like. I'm not. I, I've said this. I'm not going to give it up. Like if it's like a place that I know is famous for charcuterie board, I'm not going to be a dick about it. So, I said my piece. Amen. 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 Speaking about saving the world, let's talk about Earth Day at Animal Kingdom, <laughs> dude. The segues. I'm coming in with like hot. You are coming in clutch. Oh, I've just. I, I learned. I learned from you. I learned from the best. I think we're switching because I've I've been having a little bit more trouble, but I'm able to get the welcome back to a Disney yes. Parks podcast for adults. And now you're hitting these these uh what's it called segways, and and you're having a hard time with the uh it's like the intro Freaky Friday, but with the Freaky Friday. It's like I'm killing the segways and you're killing the intro. Maybe you should just intro for now. <laughs> right. right? So uh, this is cool. So Animal Kingdom opened on Earth Day. So what is that? April twenty third or April twenty second? One of those two. April twenty second this year specifically. Um, so Earth Day is obviously a very important day uh, for for Disney's Animal Kingdom. 
Um, but I didn't realize, and I guess I should have realized this, but Earth Day will be 50 years old. So like actually celebrating that day started 50 years ago today or 50 years ago on Earth Day, April 22nd, 23rd. It kind of rotates. And it's also the 25th anniversary of Disney's conservation funds. So Disney's Animal Kingdom is going to have some celebrations that that little week there. Um, April 18th to the 22nd. Nice couple of five days of celebrating our mother earth and how you know i wonder if because you know how i did that gorilla not the gorilla the uh, elephant yeah thing i wonder if proceeds from that go towards their conservation fund like i'm sure it does i'm sure i can't imagine that it wouldn't yeah but it would be really nice to know for a fact that i i helped oh so for people who are just tuning in for the first time tell them about your experience that you did because that's so okay so at Animal Kingdom, this isn't the only one they have, uh, but if you go up to the Kilimanjaro Safari, which I'm sorry, Disneyland for one is not a real <laughs> safari, <laughs> um, but there are real animals on this not real safari, so it seems pretty damn real to me. Anyway, <laughs> um, so you can go right next door to the entrance. There's a little booth, and you can pay, I think I paid... $60 or something. It was, it was pretty cheap considering. Um, and you go on a tour behind the scenes of the Kilimanjaro Safari. And depending on which one you choose, it's like a different event. So the one I chose was just the Gentle Giants one. And I got to go and, and, and look at the elephants. And it was raining really hard that day off and on. So I ended up getting like a private tour of the elephants uh, behind the scenes, which was so much fun. I love elephants and I love giraffes. Um, so like it was really cool to just like learn a lot more about the elephants uh and so in depth and it, it was just a really cool experience and i got pictures with the elephants from the other side of the fence you know um and then so they also have one with the rhinos you go to the rhino exhibit and i'm pretty sure at the rhino exhibit you're allowed to touch the rhinos oh, and feed them i want to do that so bad yeah and then and then there's two more one is a full like six hour day event where you go on a tour of the safari and it's pretty expensive i think it's like 150 dollars, but like your meals included and you're eating out in the middle of the savannah so cool and it's just it's really cool so i recommend to everybody at least once especially if you have kids like just imagine all the imaginations that they're going to create and all the memories they're going to create from that moment and like i highly recommend it it's right by the entrance to the kilimanjaro safari and I think this is, it's important to know about these kind of special events. That's why we, we always try to talk about them because a lot of people get like, oh, you're going to Disney again. Y- yes, I am going to Disney again. And a lot of times I am, yes, doing the same things because I get stuck in my own habits. But it's so cool to like take time and do these kind of special like behind the scenes tours. Actually, I've been thinking about doing that for my birthday because we are going for my birthday trip. I want to do the behind the scenes seeds tour. At the land, Ooh, yeah, I love the land so much. I love, the, I love the uh, living with the land. It's really weird. I love it. So you know what they should should do for live, that living with the lands tour. They should let you like make your own salad out of all the the vegetables they grow. Don't pick my own. I would love it. <laughs> I love it. I, so it's so cool. So like, if you if you do have the chance, and I think it is great, regardless of if you have kids or not, like to take advantage of these tours um, because they're just like really really cool experiences. Because those of us, some of us, can't go to Africa. Disneyland for one. <laughs> Some of us can't of us go to Africa. There. You know, honestly though, how many times we spend the money on the plane ticket in a hotel yeah. and the tickets for the for Disneyland? We it's absolutely cheaper. could have. Oh cheaper. It's cheaper than. Let's be very honest. It's cheaper than going. Like I was when we were at a point where we weren't even sure if we were able to go because everything was so expensive or sold out in April. Uh, we were considering going to, to London or Scotland, and it was, like, the same price. Like, that's silly. That's silly. <laughs> and it's only getting more expensive. It's getting worse. Um, yeah. So there's going to be more of those behind-the-scenes tour uh, tours at, uh, during um, April 18th through the 22nd, celebrating Earth Day. There's going to be um, a lot of expert speakers there. And there's going to be – since we uh, Disney bought National Geographic – um, there's going to be a lot more people from that family going to be at Animal Kingdom and doing speaking engagements. Um, there's going to be more photo opportunities, um, specialty food and beverages. And if you have little ones and they like to do the Wilderness Explorer, 
thing there. There's going to be more activities um, for the wilderness explorer experience. I I just I love I the animal kingdom. I, I think I think I was a little hard on it when I was younger. Um, oh, we all were like literally yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah. And then especially with Pandora there now, like it's mm-hmm. just. But beyond Pandora, it's just the most well-designed park yeah. in Orlando. Like, it just the the theming of it all just blows all of the other parks mm-hmm. out of the water, in my opinion. Um, I think if Disney World were to redo again uh, Fantasyland, I think they would be able to get back on the map. Because I, I mean, I love Adventureland and in, in uh, Tomorrowland. But mm-hmm. like the rest of the park is just like kind of there, and, and when they too. yeah, and when they redid Magic Kingdom's Fantasyland, they just made it really spacious with not a whole lot of shade. And like if you go to Disneyland and look at their Fantasyland and then compare it to ours, it's like not whimsical at all. Like it's not cute. It doesn't have the and detail, then, huh? It doesn't have the detail, right? And I just think that Animal Kingdom. When you, especially, I love going on rainy days because it just adds to that magic. Like, it's just not enough can be said about Animal Kingdom. Yeah, we, I, I know. Me and all the good it does. Oh, I know from a conservation standpoint, for sure. And I mean, just in the past year, I've be, I've had this newfound appreciation um, for that park. And it's just growing and becoming a not maybe still maybe still not a full day park but i would almost consider it being an evening park now too um but some people could consider it full day if you wanted to it's just there's so many like hidden areas it's just so beautiful like it doesn't feel like a theme park at all yeah if you if you have like the five day or the four day park like park hopper absolutely do a whole day there because there's so many little nooks and crannies and shops that are just kind of pushed off to the side and again everything there is for such a great purpose. Like what other park other than, you know, debatable SeaWorld, you know, that they do some good. They mess up a little bit with the, uh, with the whole Shamu thing, but for the most part, they do a lot of good. Yeah. There is a lot of controversy, but I mean, yeah, it's controversial. Yeah. But controversial. Kind of the mastermind behind animal kingdom was Joe Rody. Um, For those of you who are diehard Disney historians and people who just really kind of study up on how the park was created joe rody's kind of the mastermind behind not only you know animal kingdom but so many other uh, other things at at disney but and i didn't know he did this this is really cool i I do follow him on instagram very interesting follow on instagram he does a lot of um cultural type of posts and 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 worldly he's very much an explorer so it's very very interesting stuff for, for me anyways and he does something that's called Tiffin Talks. So as we know, Tiffin's is like the main fine dining area or dining restaurant in Animal Kingdom with the Nomad Lounge tacked on, which is the bum. And um, they have something called Joe Rody's Tiffin Talks. It is a four-course meal, and you get to discuss with him. So you get to be there in the room with him asking questions. Um, he talks about his research, his research trips, um, exp- ex- exhibitions that he's been a part of, Um it's a four course meal from Tiffin's, so you can't ask for more than that. It seems amazing. I would love to do that, just to be like in his presence. He's such an interesting person. Um, if you can take advantage of that, I don't. There is no. There is no um, notice of how much it's going to cost. Reservations are opening on February eighteenth. I'm assuming it's probably going to be April twenty second or twenty third. Um, but if you can go, I would totally go. What a really cool experience too. You know, not only have dinner with a Disney legend, but to kind of pick his brain. And he's just a, such an interesting person from a cultural aspect, not even just from an imagineering aspect. I think he's just, he's a really good follow on Instagram. If you're not following him, follow him. It's so, he's so cool. He's a he's Disney legend, yo. A Disney legend. <laughs> One day I'll be a Disney legend. You just wait. Just you wait. That's me singing Hamilton that you hate. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to last week's episode, you'll know what we're talking about. Someone on this podcast doesn't like Hamilton. It's not me. Who? Just kidding. Me. It's me. <laughs> so that's all the Disney news we have. Super fun stuff. Very positive. 
I think today. Yeah. Today was a good day. Today was a good day. I have. I got to do my homework. Do you, oh, you're probably off tomorrow too, right? Because it's a. I am. I am off tomorrow. This That's is my the, I am off. I am off tomorrow song. This is the first time that my company has given us President's Day off. I don't know why. What possessed them to do that? But I'm I'm here for it, and I'm on board. I mean, one day I'll be able to speak freely about this year's President's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, next year's President's Day will include Pete Buttigieg. Oh, I love Pete. We, I mean, well, we <laughs> probably shouldn't talk about our preferences here, but um, yeah, I do love Pete. Um, Just saying. <laughs> if you guys know me at all, minus the fact that he can speak a zillion languages and oh. I can barely get English out, we have a lot in common. Oh, indeed. You mean you're not a polyglot? Polyglot. That's like my goal in life is to be polyglot. I think that's the coolest thing ever. I can't even say polyglot. Oop, there it is. There it is. I can't even say polygon. Pokemon. (laughs) It's someone who speaks several languages. And I speak what? Two. Or obviously I speak English relatively fine. Um, And then I speak two other ones decently. And now I'm learning another one. So I'm on my way, guys. I'm on my way. Get it, queen. Yes. (laughs) We're getting there. I just like being nerdy. <laughs> Obviously. If you listen to any of the shit that comes out of my mouth. <laughs> right. But guys, that's all we got. Um, hit us up and let us know if you get to go to the Regal Eagle this week. Let us know how it is. Still waiting to hear from people about Topolinos. Although, um, it's Abby's world after all did hit us up and tell us. Yeah, she and she, yeah, she, um, she sent us a, a good a good. A good review. Yes. She went to the brunch, but we're going to dinner. But I'm sure, you know. Speaking of brunch, my friend Courtney went to Wine Bar George. <gasps> right. And because I recommended it, she they went on Friday, but they weren't doing brunch that day. So they went oh, yeah. to uh, the chicken guy, but that was only fried chicken. So they ended up eating at... Um, Planet Hollywood, which oh, the food, I haven't been to that Planet Hollywood. I've been to another one and it wasn't great, I've but the food at this one looked amazing. Really? The food looked really good. But so today they went back for brunch and she got the frozen mimosa oh, and uh, she said the food was fire. Uh, oh, it's so good. Yeah. And your story. Oh, yeah. It. Uh, I want to go back. <laughs> if anything, just for the frozen mimosa, but like everything th- there was so good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had like one bad frozen mimosa experience because it was like kind of flat. I don't know what that was about. But otherwise, the food is tremendous. The frozen mimosas and then the frozen or the froscados, the frozen Dole Whip is is killer as well. Oh, yeah. The frozen oh, the frozen so, Dole Whip. Anyways, know. wine by George. How you doing? We see you. We see you. We hear you. We love you. And we drink you. And we drink you. <laughs> Anyways, bye guys. Bye. <laughs> Hopefully next week. <laughs> Have a good day. Have a good week. I love bye. you. Bye.